Poseidon was the god of the sea. What better way to celebrate the birth of a new year than born on the back of the old fellow himself? Do you feel that? Something's off. Don't be that guy, guys. Single remix. This is episode 379. I'm Marquise Mike. Merry holidays. Happy Christmas. It's uh, other way around. It was Boxing Day the other day. And yep. I saw uh, Hanukkah is over. We've gone through Kwanzaa. I don't think we have. Is there anything on the calendar until New Year's? I don't know. There must be something mm. that some some religion has some yeah. probably very important holiday that well rest of the western world gives no shits about well happy holidays happy that. holidays if you're one of our listeners merry holidays happy we're a, we're a very international podcast based on our listenership yeah which i find I, it's I always look, interesting to me when i look at the map if there's a holiday we don't know about yeah. that's important to you between november 1 and the new year yeah. let us know yeah i'd like to know mike wants to know and don't tell me that double XP weekend on Call of Duty is your holiday, because yeah. that ain't Yeah. Why do they gotta have double XP weekend on a weekend I'm super busy that I can't play? Was it Christmas was it Christmas weekend? No, it was like the weekend before or something. Oh. I couldn't do or a couple weekends ago, I couldn't do anything. They should do it the weekend after Christmas, because then like new kids are like the kids are getting their Xboxes. Yeah, exactly. They yeah. need a little boost. Right. I played a ton of Call of Duty. Over the weekend, uh, and the whole time I'm thinking, why isn't this double XP weekend when I'm sitting here like a moron mm-hmm. playing 12 hours of this game I suck at? Right. When it was double XP weekend, I couldn't play because I'm a grown ass man with shit to do and a job. You were shoveling ice and stuff, and so much could be XP for this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't know if we talk on the show. We're, we're talking about my. Uh, I need to upgrade my 4K player. And I was thinking about Xbox, and now I'm a 37 year old man. Like I just, I looked at it and said, I'm never gonna play a video game. <laughs> I, think I think I'm officially retired. Now I, I may pull, I may pull Tom Brady, and you know, a season may roll around. I don't know who's has anybody been gone, retired? Who's retired? Like okay, we've had our Brett Favre, we had our Tom Brady, announced retirement, come back. Has someone right. missed a year and then come back? Oh, uh, comeback player of the year kind of thing, but like from retirement. Say I'm I'm Gronkowski. retired. Gronkowski missed he missed a year. Yeah, yeah. I'm now I do hold the right to to pull Gronkowski and retire. I mean, that's my retirement today. A year from now, I can come back. Tom Brady gives me the call. Says, "Hey, you gotta get down here. You know, <laughs> we, we got a new Call of Duty." So I went with a much cheaper 4K option, 4K player option. I did pull the trigger on a 4K. Nice. Oh, nice. oh, the blacks, they're so black. The, it's like looking to avoid. The, like, look, yeah, <laughs> reds, vivid. <laughs> like, like, like you're bleeding. Yeah, um, bleeding on the screen. No, actually, I, it was like baskets. I haven't actually put a movie in there yet. I just watched the demo. I was like, yeah, it looks great. <laughs> look at that picture, and then uh, then I had to leave for the holidays. So no, I didn't get to enjoy enjoy my uh, my 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 gifts to myself. Right. So I didn't get to watch anything on a, on a 4K play. Did you watch anything? Not on a 4K player, but I watch some stuff. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go quick because 4K streaming. Most of these are kind of repeat. I watch a lot of Christmas movies. Mm. Most of these are kind of repeat Christmas things. My standards. I'll just go through them real quick. Yeah, I did the Home Alone. I did the Home Alone two. I watched a Christmas Story. Uh, I wa- I did watch It's a Wonderful Life, which I don't watch every year. Yeah, love that movie. So that's a little more interesting. Um, I watched a Christmas Story Christmas. Mm-hmm. I thought they did a really outstanding job with the Christmas Story Christmas. Trash or cash? Cash. Okay. Um, I'm not going to trash or cash all the others. No, no, no. You've done that. They're all cash. I've rewatched them. But if you're rewatching them, they must be cash. Yeah. So yeah, Christmas Story Christmas is is cash. I thought they did a great job with it. With uh, you know, I had I had a fun time watching yeah. it, and it was it was a good time. Um, a rewatch, but from a long time ago that I hadn't seen it before, or I haven't seen it in a long time. Another Christmas movie, The Night Before. Oh, Seth yeah, Rogen, yeah. Uh, I watched that last Joseph Christmas. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a cash rating. I, yeah. It's fun. Um, probably one of the better Seth Rogen 
um, performances as a stoner, funny stoner guy. I mean, I was laughing my ass off at Seth Rogen. He's the one always on drugs. Yeah. Um, I was just saying, it's, it's like, uh, that's every Seth Rogen role. So I was almost. Like, was it better than his like performance at like? Uh, it's better. super bad or, or not super bad. What's what? Pineapple Express or? Uh, I think it's better than Pineapple Express. Uh, I think it's better than um, Knocked Up. Yeah. It's just, it was just so outlandish and funny. The church scene is so funny. <laughs> right, right, yes. And, he takes, like, uh, mushrooms or something. Yeah, right? yeah, and, I mean, I just was losing it. Because <laughs> uh, he's Jewish. He killed, he killed baby Jesus. Yeah. yeah. And then, oh, the only one that's not a Christmas movie that's was somewhat interesting, 2017 movie called Shimmer Lake, mm. starring... A few people, the only kind of known person is Rain Wilson. Okay. It is kind of a dark comedy heist movie, but what makes it interesting is it's told in reverse time. Oh, like Tenet. I haven't no. seen Tenet. Yeah. Um, but kind of like Memento. Okay. Um, I'm going to give it... I'm going to... It's interesting, but I'm going to give it trash. I think it's skippable. Okay. Um, yeah, there, there's nothing nothing real. It's a, it's a skipper. But yeah, so that that's it. Just a lot of Christmas movies. I've been watching a ton of TV shows. Jack Ryan started. Oh, did I watch that where? We're watching Fleshman is in Trouble on Hulu, mm-hmm. which is unbelievably good. That kind of thing. And I'm back watching ER. So okay. I'm catching up on... I'm, I'm, did you have to start from the beginning to no, refresh I, yourself? No, actually, I I think it took about six or eight months off between ER episodes, and I just went in right where I was on Hulu, and I remembered everything. Was okay, and I it's it's ER, you know, people yeah. come in, arrow through the chest, they fix them, and some nurse cries. Right, it's great. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I got certainly I got, you saw Avatar. <laughs> I did not. I did not go to man. Movies are so. In this, this came from a cinephile, man who has a. But you know my complaints. I, I don't like a long run time. I'm looking at movies I want to go see. Like I was like, oh, I got some time this Saturday. Nothing really going on in the afternoon. I'll go see a movie. Avatar was that like three thirty or something? It's ridiculous. Babylon three oh seven. There was like a Fableman. Isn't that super long? I was just like kind of looking. I was like, okay, I want to get one of these like. Like big, like uh, either like uh, prestige movies or you know, after I just like this huge movie, uh, and I was, they're just long. Yeah. They're just they're so long. I'll do I'll do a Red Bull. I'll, I'll go see one of them. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I catch like a. See, this is why we need. As this is our last episode. As complained about, there's not enough comedies. We just need some nice ninety minute movies in theaters. So, I you know. I'll go catch that one. They don't exist anymore. They don't. I can't just... Yeah, I can't go to the movie and just be there for, yeah. for 84 minutes and then leave. Um, but, did catch a lot of things. And these are all 2022 movies. So, these are all movies that came out this year. Um, okay. I was listening back to the last episode. My tier list, it, it, it's, it's too much. Too much. So, I, much like Mike, we're going to go trash or cash. So, I don't like calling something trash. Skipper, <laughs> Skipper Street, right? You know, tra- trash is so yeah, it's just harsh. Um, you skip this, and you can stream it, and then there might be a level above that. We'll see if any of these go into our S tier. What about skip or dip? Skip or or dip into? Yeah, oh, but yeah. I guess you can dip out too. Dip yeah, because when we say dip, yeah. I was like, yeah, you like dip out, but yeah, we'll try Skipper Stream, and I'll work on a rhyme. <laughs> but I do have the alliteration. Of double S's. So. Yeah. Uh, okay. 2022. Uh, Olivia Wilde directed. Don't worry, darling. This is a skip. And if I could dip... You know, I just, I just said I don't like to call things trash. If I could dip into Mike's <laughs> ranking, this is trash. <laughs> this is bad. Um, Florence Pugh, God bless her, acting her ass off and trying the best with a pretty bad script... Uh, Harry Styles, the, the boy from One Direction, he is now trying to be an actor. Good luck to him. I did not think this was very good. I, I think he he hurts this movie, being a bad actor. Uh, 
Yeah. It's, it's trash. Do you think it would have been better with Shia LaBeouf? I actually do. Because, so for much of this movie, okay, it's like a, it's a, it's like a thriller. Um, and it's kind of M. Night shyamalan like, okay, something's happened, like there's a twist and you're kind of waiting for it. Um, but it's kind of just like a, like a two, like two, a lot of the movie is Florence Pugh and her husband which is played by Harry Styles, for a lot of the movie. You know, a lot of the scenes take place between the two of them. I think if Shia LaBeouf was in this movie, it'd be better. Because a lot of the movie hinges on those two. And Harry Styles is just, he's not hes not a good actor. Uh, but then outside of the acting, just like this, this, the story is not good. And the twist comes, you go, that's stupid. Uh, so, Don't Worry Darling, skip it. Um, oh, the rewatch. It's on HBO Max though now. Uh, Banshees of Here Share. I never talked about it. Stream it. 2022, so this is new. It's also a sequel, but or I guess it's a prequel. I got around to seeing Pearl. Stream it. Uh, so good. This is one of, It's also one of those horror movies, like Hereditary made me think of this, or like Midsummer, uh, the, the affirmation Forest Pew. You watch Mia Goth in this and go, she's not going to get nominated for an acting award. She absolutely should be nominated yeah, for an acting I award. Like, she's so good in she's this. Great. Uh, and then, yeah, like the Technicolor style of filming this so movie. Fun. It's so fun and whimsical yeah. for, yeah. Just like, yeah, like a cool, a creative, so it's an you know, original story you're watching. It's got a good thriller horror aspect to it. And then you also get this creative swing of like how to present it visually, and it works. Yeah. Uh, stream it. Okay, 2022. Confess Fletch, starring John Hamm. Stream it. This is a movie that if this was in theaters this weekend, I would love. 80-some minutes, you go in, this guy's trying to solve a solve a murder. He says some funny stuff. There's there's some funny cops. It's great. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Stream it. 2022. Starting the Rock, Black Adam. Skip it. This couldn't keep your son. You couldn't you, you couldn't you knew it was bad going you knew it was a skipper going in. See here. You couldn't. You couldn't just skip it. I do it for the pot. I absolutely, I absolutely do this for the pot. I so when we were talking about we when we first brought Catch a Trash, I said I couldn't do it because every movie I watch, I says, well, I invested my time. But that's also because I'm very selective of what I put on. I could watch a black ad and go, that's gonna be trash. I'm not gonna watch it. Let me do the groundwork of putting this on while I do something. I'm not totally wasting my time, and then I can come to the pod and tell people skip this. Uh, yeah, it sucks. Uh, <laughs> good, thing, I'm, good thing James Gunn's coming in here and uh, cleaning house, I guess. Good luck to him. These DC movies outside of, like, the Batman uh, and the Joker, uh, they're just not good. Though people are very upset about this Henry Cavill news, that he's no longer Superman. Yeah. The, he's got Cavill stands. There's a there's this whirlwind of Cavill. Yeah. And it he, he beloved in The Witcher. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen. And he's season, left that. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen season two of The Witcher. Right. But I absolutely, by the end of season one, I was like, "This is the shit." Mm-hmm. And I've played the video games a little bit. Sure. Not a lot. And then two, I just haven't got around to watching. There's just so many shows. And then, I mean, people were devastated when he announced he was leaving The Witcher. And then they're like, "Oh well, he's gonna do. He's gonna be Superman again." Mm-hmm. Well, now he's not. But the but now he's got announced for Warhammer. Okay. And people are jacked. Yeah. So maybe he's not Superman. Maybe this could be Warhammer. I think it's for the better. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I know people, I know there's the Zack Snyder tribe. And they, I mean, <laughs> uh, Flash entering the Speed Force was the best stand on your feet moment in cinema history, according <laughs> to the Oscars last year. So I know he has fans. Those movies are bad, though, and maybe Henry Cavill deserves better. I don't know a lot of Henry Cavill, though uh, the Rewatchables podcast just did Mission Impossible Fallout, and it made me just want to watch Mission Impossible Fallout, and it made me think, like, Henry Cavill was cool in that movie. He was awesome in that movie. That bathroom fight where God, he cocks he awesome. his arms. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a mustache. Um, that's what I want from Henry Cavill. It definitely wasn't Superman, and you know, I didn't watch The Witcher. What's uh, Warhammer's a game? Warhammer's a tabletop unit. It's a, it's more than a game, Mark. Oh, it's a universe. My bad. It's a universe. Yeah. But that's a big announcement because Henry Cavill is, he's out of the closet as far as Warhammer. Yeah, I know he's a, uh, 
He plays. He paints. Yeah. It's a, it's a game. You build your models. You paint. Right. Massive. I I play it. I. It's a total nerd thing, but it's it's huge. Like until you're into it, you don't realize how massive it is. Yeah. Like worldwide. And then and he's just a big like video game nerd kind of guy. Right. And so him doing this, I think is it's good for the people. Okay. Yeah, I definitely know. Yeah. That, you know, there's there's a a nerd section of the internet that they they've claimed Henry Cavill's one of them. Yeah. So yeah. I get you know wanting good things for him. So yeah. Well, we hope uh, Warhammer's good. I didn't want Superman to be bad. I'm not here rooting against Superman, but it was bad. So let's get Harry Cavill out. I've never seen any of the movies that he plays Superman. Man of Steel, Justice League, Batman v Superman. Those movies are bad. Yeah. I. I... Oh, he shows. Uh, spoiler. He shows up in Black Adam. That movie sucks. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I like The Rock. I like The Rock as a person. I don't think I need Rock in movies either. I just want him to sell, like, Tarek... His, his, I want him to sell his tequila, be on Instagram, and show up on a Tech 9 verse every few years. That's all I need from The Rock. He doesn't need to be Black Adam. I know this was, like, his passion project to be the Black, Black Adam. Uh, and now he doesn't get to be Black Adam in part two, but... It's his, passion pro- his passion project was to be a superhero that no one's ever heard Apparently. of. Apparently. Apparently this is 15 years in the making for The Rock that he, he's been pushing for the Black Adam movie, and he doesn't get to do part two. Which is, pro- again, for the best. <laughs> uh, okay, and one other movie, 2022. Oh, Black Adam... Skip it, yeah, of course. Uh, <clears throat> 2022, this is on Netflix. I saw Emily the Criminal, starring Aubrey Plaza. Stream it. This is good. This is a nice... This is also under 90... This is right around 90 minutes. It's just a good kind of... I don't know if it's a thriller. It's You know what it was for me? It was like watching Uncut Gems. That every moment is just very tense. You're like... You just like... You feel for the character. Like, ah, you're in this situation. It's going to go bad. And then she just on to the next situation. You're like, ah, it's just going to go bad. So, it, I just had that reaction the whole, like, 90 minutes watching it. But it's very good. Very good, Aubrey Plaza. It's just, like, a little, you know, she's a woman who uh, has to, to turn into a life of crime. Yeah, that's on the that's on our watch list yeah. um, because we just finished White Lotus Season 2. Oh, right, yeah. And she's in that. Big year for Aubrey Plaza. And uh, she's fantastic in it. Yeah. And then we were like, oh, let's head back to the watch list. But now that it's a recommendation. Well. I'm coming back next week watching well, it. Well, now. So, I have Skip It or Stream It. Now, I forgot to do this earlier. Uh, that that S tier, that's the recommendation. I'm only going to do one. And I forgot to do it. But it's Pearl. Pearl okay. is this week's recommendation. Okay. That, that was the best movie I saw uh, out of those. Uh, but Emily the Criminal, definitely worth the stream. Cool. I, I, yeah, I, I enjoyed that one. And then, that's it. And I saw two other movies we did for Man vs. Nature Month. We watched Poseidon, the 2006 remake of the 1960-something novel, which was then adapted into a movie, The Poseidon Adventure. Uh, The Poseidon Adventure was directed by Ronald Neum, stars Gene Hackman, Ernest Borgnine, Red Buns, Shelley Winters, Carol Lindley. When their ocean liner capsizes, a group of passengers struggle to survive and escape. The Poseidon Adventure, hell, upside down. Was this your first time watching The Poseidon Adventure? It was. Uh, what'd you think? I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I was actually, I was pretty surprised with, one, how the how it looked and and the effects they got in like 1972. This must have been a huge budget movie in 1972. $4.7 million, which I don't know what that equates to in today's dollars. But that didn't feel huge to me, 4.7. Doesn't sound huge, right? That sounds small for what we're watching, which is an upside down set or a set built upside down in a in a a, a water water tank on a studio set. Yeah, like, a, lot, a lot of py- pyro and water mm-hmm. and underwater shots and 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 a lot of jet water jets and stuff. Yeah, a lot of rubble. Uh, it did gross one hundred and twenty five million dollars. Uh, so it was a huge financial success. 81, uh, 81% on Rotten Tomatoes based on 26 reviews. Consensus reads, Exemplifies the disaster movie done right. Going down smoothly with ratcheting tension and a terrific ensemble to give the peril a distressingly human dimension. Yeah, I like this. I'd never seen it before. I've heard of the Poseidon Adventures. I, and I was here at, um, 
in conversation with another movie written by uh, I did, forgot to write down the author's name. The person who wrote the book also wrote uh, Towering Inferno. Yeah. Erwin Allen? Is that who wrote it? He or did no, a, he, he's got a bunch of disaster books, I think. Yeah. That was kind of his his niche. That's kind of a cool thing, too. Yeah. I was, like, when I was doing the research, I found this was a book. I was like, that must be a fun read. You just read this book about a boat upside down. And yeah. Just like, get yeah, through that it. would be fun. I didn't, I haven't, I, I've read Towering Inferno. I have not read this. Okay. Um, but yeah, this, it, yeah. It, um, yeah, I liked it, you know, uh, I, I don't know if I was like building up the road because I'd always just kind of heard about this movie. I was like, oh man, am I about to watch something great? Is this like a huge blind spot game that I've had never seen it? And it wasn't that for me. I was like, this was a very solid movie, but not like a great movie. Uh, but I did appreciate a lot of the acting in it. Um. I, tr- I probably teared up like three different times in this movie. I was like, fucking Shelly Winters is bringing it. Yeah. Then she died of a heart attack. I was like, all right, that's silly. <laughs> yeah. Her- the face she makes when she, ah, yeah. heart attack. It, it has these melodramatic moments that are a little annoying. Um, but other than that, it, to me, it's it's good. Huh? I'm, I'm with you. I'm like, it's like, I've heard it's a masterpiece. Right. Like, yeah, it's not a masterpiece. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, I mean, it's, is it better than Citizen Kane? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But the things that set that that hold it back for me are the melodrama. Mm-hmm. Um, her death thing was weird. The the American Ninja Warrior moment with Gene Hackman at the end. Yeah, I mean, I like what he's physically doing, yeah. but his his speech to the Almighty, yeah. I, I, it was just a little overboard. I I I like those scenes because. It just, I just like the, like, let's clear out. Hackman in this movie, and then Gene Hackman, I, I, I think is one of the, the greatest actors to, like, ever live. You know, every time I see Gene Hackman, I was like, this guy's so fucking good. And he was really good in this, but there were also times where I just felt like he was yelling a lot, and that was his acting choice. It was just like, uh, Ernest Bordine being like, ah, you say go this way, how are we supposed to know? 22 people go that way, we'll go that way. He's like, god damn it, because I said we're going to, and he's like, he just did that. Two dozen times, just race his voice at people. But then he'd, there'd be like these nice quiet moments, like when um, Miss Rosen dies, and Gene Hackman's kind of like giving like a little softer moment of just like, oh, why not this one? Not this woman. I was like, that's why he's fucking Gene Hackman. Yeah. And then it's just like, let's just clear the floor. Gene Hackman, we're going to give you 90 seconds and you just yell at God. I was like, yeah, that's a great You model. yell at God and you hang from the. the- it you starts do, off great. You do American Ninja Warrior <laughs> obstacle. It starts off great because he's just like looking up to the heavens, and which is actually the bottom of the boat. Uh, and he's just gives oh what, what more? And I was like okay that's great. Then he jumps on the thing and then keeps going with his speech. And that's where I was like this has gone into like just n- not good act. Not it's not it's uh it's just like yeah it's like over the top. Acting, which I was like, uh, he went full. He went full Broadway theater. Yes, on that one. yeah, he's like full to the yeah. be, to the last person in the furthest seat. He's at, and and I liked it. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just, we're gonna give Gene Hackman that. He's gonna hang on this thing. I don't know if you can do. I mean, I guess we've seen Ninja American War. You can do it. You can do it. But I was like, can he really twist that thing? The like hand over hand the, that way. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. I was watching him do it, and I was like, he's turning that to what would be the the closing direction on a yeah in the western United the way he's western doing it world. though, which is he. So when you think about uh, turning something, I think of like pulling down, but he because where his hands place, he has to like push it up. I just like can can you do that? Can you be on like the bottom of a wheel and push it? It's up a and it's around? a wheel though, so. You you saw it as pushing it. Yeah, I saw it as pulling it, probably from the other way. Pulling it from the other side. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just I. In both movies, I'm dead so fast in these movies. I'm I'm so dead in, in any of these. But I was like, I fucking I'm not hanging for that. I, I there's no. If you, if I could, if I got to stand on a chair and you say, Mike, Mark, there's a there's a wheel up there and you got to turn it, but it's it's like. You can stay on this chair, but you're you're just gonna get like your palm on it. That's as hard as far as you can reach. I was like, I can't. I'm not turning that. You I can't. Just leave, you just leave the room. I cannot. Yeah, I can't physically turn that. What? Now it's an American Ninja Warrior. I'm just, I was like, oh my Gene Hackman. 
<laughs> yeah, other, so for me, like, those kind of, yeah. like, the hack, the Hackman speech and, and his soft moment when the lady dies, I yeah. liked, but her death, I'm just like, when she comes it's out just of the too water, cheesy. When she comes out of the water and she has the heart attack, I laughed out loud. I was watching it, from... From my chair, my, my office chair, and that moment comes, she comes up, she has a heart attack. I, just, I laugh at her face and the way she flops back in the water. There's some things that are out of place. Yeah, and it was just weird because up to that point, and even then in her actual death, I was like, she, she's been so good this whole yeah. movie. That That's out of place. When I first started it, I had no idea Leslie Nielsen was in it. Yeah, that was, that was I saw fun. him in the opening credit, I'm like, uh, what am I getting into here? Mm-hmm. And then I see him and I'm like, is this a comedy? I didn't see the and opening credits. I was looking down. I heard his voice. And you knew. I was like, is that Wesley Nielsen? Yeah, and you're like, what the hell? And then and then when we're introduced to Red Buttons, uh-huh. I was like, oh no, what are we into now? Mm-hmm. Because he's doing like power walk, jog, but it is so bad. Yeah. And looks so stupid. Mm-hmm. I thought, and it was kind of a weird turn, too. We're like, how do we go from the stormy night to all of a sudden where he's just out on the, on the deck? Yeah. Talking, yeah. And we don't, I mean, we're not actually reviewing this. But, no, no. Yeah. And then another thing I did love about the movie, they kept that ca- they kept that camera counter going almost 100% through the film. And I thought, they it wasn't obnoxious. It was good. In the beginning, I almost felt a little seasick myself. And then, like, you kind of get used to it. Yeah, yeah. They, they keep it going the whole <laughs> film. And I was like, that is really impressive. Yeah. Uh, but, overall, if, if I was doing this on my uh, on my, on my new scale, perfectly streamable. Yeah, absolutely. Perfectly streamable. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a good movie, and if you take in context of when it was made, yeah. I, I think it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's totally worthy. Not getting a more recommendation, but absolutely worth, worth the streamer. Uh, enjoyed quite a bit of this movie. Cut to 2006, we get a remake, this time starring, or uh, directed by Wolfgang Peterson, who also uh, we know from doing Das Boot, Outbreak, and uh, another water disaster movie, The Perfect Storm. Uh, Kurt Russell, Josh Lucas, Emmy Rossum, Richard Dreyfuss, uh, star... And Poseidon, 2006, no adventure. They dropped the adventure. A packed cruise ship traveling the Atlantic is hit and overturned by a massive wave, compelling the passengers to begin a dramatic fight for their lives. Poseidon, mayday. Was this your first time watching Poseidon? It was. Yeah. It was. Before you watch it, what, what, did you have any thoughts? You So you picked this for Man versus yeah, Disaster. I had, I had kind of thought it might have been... One of these movies that were in the 3D realm, the, the mm. and I and I wasn't sure. I was watching. I was like, "Is this like obnoxious 3D? Like, was I supposed to be in the theater, like having water sprayed in my face?" It, and, in the chair, I didn't read anything about it. Being and so, yeah, I wasn't sure. Yeah. That, that's what I thought. And other than that, I really knew nothing about this movie. I yeah. knew it was Wolfgang Peterson, and I knew I he's just like the sea guy, right? Right. Half his movies are out on on the ocean. Uh-huh. And, and so I was like, how bad can it be? I, uh, it was funny, when you picked this, I think it was after I we turned off the, um, I think I had made some proclamations about it, because I had seen this once, and then I think after we turned off the uh, the recorder, I said, isn't Bradley Cooper in this? And it wasn't. It was uh, poor man Bradley Cooper, Josh Lucas. That's what I remember from it. I was like, yeah, no, this is this is good, I remember thinking. Uh, but again, I don't see it once. I think this was like a Netflix movie back in like the early days of like their streaming. I think that's when I caught this. So that would have been like, like 2011 or something. $160 million budget. Grossed 181. Uh, 33% on Rotten Tomato based on 203 reviews. The consensus reads, dazzling special effects. Unfortunately, it doesn't seem that any of the budget was left over for the script. Uh, we'll just start with the good. What did you like about Poseidon? Um, as far, and I, I think I complained about the Slosh Show, these, um, and I'm not sure this counts as a supercast movie, but there's a lot of names in this movie. Uh, yeah. And I, I don't think it counts, because, 
Not all of them are on the top of their game yet. It's Kurt Russell and it's Richard Dreyfuss. And yeah. it's like, well, who else? And, and like, at the time, this is not like Dreyfus at the top of his game. Right. This isn't Mr. Holland's Opus. This no. isn't Jaws. Russell's the top name. Yes. Josh Lucas is kind of just like, you're right, poor man's Bradley Cooper. He's a guy I think that, that, that was being pushed a little bit to be leading man. Yeah. Uh, I know he had like the he 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 gets his like coach movie where uh, he gets to be a coach of a basketball team, and I think he had like another kind of action movie around this time. But I you know I wouldn't call him like and em- Emmy Rossum might maybe Shameless pre Shameless pre Shameless Emmy mm-hmm. Rossum. Um, so yeah, I guess maybe not really a super cast movie. Yeah, I think, what, Brower, like, I think it's a look back on and you go. Oh, oh, oh good that. for them. Yeah. A lot of these people went on to go do something. Yeah. Or like, yeah, like, oh, okay, I, I know Josh Lucas. Uh, yeah, Andre Brower, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the the server, uh, Freddie, uh, what's that guy's name? Oh, I didn't recognize him. He, oh, I knew him from, uh, he's in the uh, the Grindhouse movie. He's in the uh, Robert Rodriguez portion of it. He's kind of like the lead of that. Uh, he's been in a couple other things. Kevin Dillon, I guess Kevin, Entourage, yeah, but like, you know, when you, you, Kevin Dillon's your movie. I don't know if you're calling that super... No, if that was uh, Matt Dillon, and now you got Kurt Russell, Matt Dillon, Richard Dreyfuss, Supercast movie. <laughs> but Kevin Dillon, uh, I don't I don't think no. quite quite qualifies. But yeah, so positive for me, I did like the cast, and I think maybe part of it was like, oh yeah, that guy, Andre Brower, you know, I, mm-hmm. I remember him from... from uh, was it NYPD Blue? He was in... Oh, Homicide Life on the Streets. Yes. It was like the greatest show, and then... And then he, he really found, like, where he should be with Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. The guy's hilarious. And, and so, like, like, yeah, him and him. And so that was fun for me. Oh, so Fergie that. shows up? You're like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fergie shows up. Yeah. Uh, uh, so that's positive. Yeah. Um, kind of a negative, but I'll go with the positives. The spin of the positives. When this movie opens, and it's the boat on the water, on... And that sky, I just go, just a holy green screen. Like, holy CGI. Mm. That entire scene was CGI. That's just yeah, all, yeah. Could be, you know, just fake boat. Once they get actually into the boat itself, I thought a lot of the set pieces were, were really good. It, it did have good effects. There yeah. was, like, I didn't really care about any of these characters, which I, you know, I'll put, well, when we get to the negative, I'll dive more into that. But... There's a lot, there's tension in this movie. When they're underwater and when they're kind of going through, it does, it almost feels like I was watching like a Universal ride where it's just like, it was just, let's get to this thing where they got to go up to the elevator shaft and like this exciting moment. Then we're going to go into this moment where they got to swim through this thing. And then it's the the thing where it goes from baluster to bal, you know, tank to tank doing that. So I liked all those. And and they made sense to me. Like I'm not a, I'm not a naval person. Uh, I'm not an engineer. Yeah. Um, but the way they they push those through the that that made sense to me. They're like, okay, we're in the ballast tank. So I know what ballast is. I, yeah. I have a decent understanding of what ballast is and how it works. So I kind of like, okay, it fills with water. Right. And then they're like pressure valve. I'm like, okay, so they need to sit there until there's enough pressure to open yes. the valve. And they explained it briefly in. But I liked it because it, it, it seemed like what they were explaining actually happened and it worked. Yeah. And and then a good moment of attention when it doesn't open right away. Right. Like you're watching that and they explain it. You know, as the audience, you know what they're wanting to happen. And then it's not happening. And you're, if you know, if you're invested into the movie at that point, you're just like, what's going to happen? And then it opens and, you know, carries them off to the next one. And I find everything, like, all of that kind of stuff, I, I find it believable. Whether it can happen or not, the ele- the elevator shaft scene, I find that believable that, you know, yeah, the, the boat's upside down, so the elevator is, like, I don't know why elevators, no matter what, like, when there's an impending doom scene of an elevator, wherever the down part is, whether it be the top, there's always spikes, right? Because why do they put spikes in elevator shafts? Yeah, why is that every fucking movie? But spikes, yeah. But I, I totally like, I totally believed. Okay, there's another door. They're holding this table as a bridge. Yeah, and 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 like to me, I found that believable, and I found that there could be an elevator about ready to come down, um, and all of that kind of disaster stuff. Like, I really found like. That seemed like it could happen. It seemed like re- like real. Yeah, and I don't think they were any of them were 
any of those set pieces were wildly unrealistic. You know, no. for a movie that for a movie where we're being asked to spend our disbelief that we're we're just along this boat is turned upside down. They gotta get to the bottom. Okay, we're we're with you there. How do they do it? Like going up that air vent that they found. Mm-hmm. Like I get that. That's filling, like and that was another tense moment. It's filling with water. They gotta get the screw. Um, the, I mean, maybe the only one that I was like, oh, okay, now, now, we're, now we're just action heroes now is when uh, Josh Lucas dives into the water with the rope uh, or with the uh, the hose. Outside of that, it's all just like, yeah, these are just normal guys. Obviously, Lucas and Russell have a background. And they, they're explained. He's a, he was a Navy man. He was a firefighter. These are the guys that are going to get them through. Um, yeah, outside of that, but we're you know, just swan dives into a, a fiery uh, yeah that, it was a little of a it was a hero moment yes yeah, uh, but outside of that everything else was like yeah this is okay but I believe that there could be a fire hose on a boat I that believe size. that yeah and I think if he would have figured a way to throw that to the, yeah. <laughs> the swan dives would maybe to be out a little bit um yeah I, I also had no problem really with the I like the cast though I don't know I don't know a lot of Emmy Rossum. I know she was on Shameless for many, many seasons. And I don't think she's a bad actress. I don't know if in this movie if she was being a good actress. And I, I think that for a lot of the cast members. And I think that kind of maybe goes more to script of... Yeah, I just... I think a lot of the characters... But as far as the cast go, like, I like them. Yeah, I think they're good. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and then, you know, some of the... See, it, some of this it doesn't age that well for two thousand six, but some of it looks looks good. Yeah, I think the interiors, actually, interiors yeah, really get into the interiors. Yeah. The underwater scenes look good. They're shot. They're shot well. I mean, I could I could believe that Kurt Russell was underwater and yeah. and his drowning death. When I think about drowning. I think that's how I would look dying. I've never like seen... This, like this, like... Yeah. Like this, like, full body, like, you're trying as hard as you can, but you cannot win. When he... He has... He has a drowning death that I've never seen on film. That's you, spasming... You don't see him like that. Drowning deaths on film, you all, you, you see from a, a top, usually, yeah. and it's just, like, this gasping for air at the surface, and then... They sing. And then they sing. They sing. And it's almost almost like a peaceful. Like, yeah. You Really, a drowning death is... Uh, I, I'm no actor or acting coach, but I feel like when, when I think back, acting uh, acting like you're drowning, a lot of it's done in the eyes. In that you, you're, you're fighting, and then you just go still, and then your eyes say, the life's lost my body, and bubbles come out of my mouth, and I will sink. Kurt Russell, full spasming, like... Yeah, it it was it's um not disturbing, but um it's it's a like I was watching, it and I was like, holy holy shit, like he's dying. Yeah, and when that makes a great day, he's still able to hit the button. Uh, I was gonna ask who had the better death, uh, Shelley Winter's heart attack or Kurt Russell spasming drowned. Kurt by far, <laughs> just because it seemed real to me. <laughs> yeah, I again I can only compare it to the other ones I've seen in the movie where uh, it seemed. Uh, so unnatural dying that way, but maybe that is how you would do it. Um, any other positives for the Poseidon or for Poseidon? I mean, I just uh, uh, the the problem solving that they went through worked for me. Uh, um, but yeah, I think that goes into like how like things just seem real. Like, uh, um, I mean, the end, the end, even the end. I'm like, yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Uh, for 2006, I, I think. Um, for it being a New Year's Eve party. I think, you know, Fergie's not my, my cup of tea, but I feel like that'd be a more fun New Year's party to be at, too, than the one from 1972. Music's a little slow. Yeah, I feel like, um, two, the boats were a little different. Like, the the 72, that was like a transportation yeah, vessel yes, that, that they yes. just happened to be, maybe the it, crew put together just, like, the best they could, this crappy little New Year's party. It made me think... And they were behind schedule. They mentioned they were behind right, schedule. So. Days, yeah. It made me think... When did cruise ships become a thing? So in 1972, so I looked, you know, when I was reading the synopsis, uh, or I went to, the, you know, after the movie, I go to Wikipedia, see if there's anything I really missed. It's called a cruise liner, not a cruise ship. And, you know, I was like, okay, that's a different, like the Titanic, that was a cruise liner. Uh, 
not a cruise ship. So like, when did when did that become a thing where you'd build these like? Ho- I mean, I guess it makes sense too. You need to call it a hotel on on uh, on water. But yeah. when did that actually become like a? We're, we don't have a destination. We're just gonna go in a circle. But yeah, I don't know. The boat is your destination. Better cruise ship than speed too. Both of these movies have yeah. I think speed too. When this boat is upright, it it has a disco. It has uh, it has this fun ballroom. It has this giant. I don't know. Look like a four story. Oh, I guess that was like the the main entrance, right? But they're upside down. When yeah. uh, Kevin Dillon dies, yeah, that, that that was just like crossing this main entrance. This is like this grand, grand thing. Um, yeah, look like look like cool boat. Yeah, cool definitely. boat to be on. Uh, what didn't work for Poseidon? Um, this is going to be contentious with you. Yeah, this movie was not long enough, Mark. I have a note right here, Mark. You can't read that. I have a note. It is starred. <laughs> Twenty five minutes removed from. The movie, mostly before the wave. More Captain, Dylan Dylan backstory, uh, Dylan, Josh Lucas, not Kevin Dylan. Uh, more Valentine, and there was a conflict between Dylan and Maggie as they were trying to be, uh, going, trying to survive that the director cut out as he just wanted to get to the wave and he just wanted to get to the set pieces. I said, is this too lean? It is. There it are, is too lean. There are so many. Kurt Russell and his daughters... His relationship is that needs to be explored. Yeah, he was the mayor of New York, and that's just breezed over, and it didn't end well. Yeah, he was a firefighter. Is this secretly a sequel to Backdraft? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, we got. There's so much story that I need. This is a movie. <laughs> it comes in at. I had it here. 80, one hour, 39 minutes. If you added, if this was a two hour and five minute movie, I would not complain. If, my biggest complaint of the movie is that I just don't care about these people. I, I just feel like I'm along the ride going from set piece to set piece. And I guess that's what the director wanted. If there was just 20 minutes of like story and we're getting to know these people that we're going on this journey with, what 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 we okay, Josh Lucas was kind of in the Navy, sort of. He's very vague about that. Was that cut? Do we actually know what his deal is? How does he have so much money when they're gambling? I'm glad they explained Kurt Russell was the mayor of New York because when he just loses that forty thousand dollar hand, I'm like, what do these guys do? I used to, and then he, then he says I used to be a firefighter. Yeah. Firefighters don't have that kind of money. I don't think mayors really have that kind of money. So maybe mayor New York City. Mayor New York. He was doing some shady dealings. Yeah, that's the thing. That, And if they're going to cut that out, why are they showing us Richard Dreyfus about to j- throw himself from the rail? Mm-hmm. Cut that out, too. Might as well. Might as well cut that out, too. I, I just... I think there was more, especially like with Dreyfus and um, uh, the woman that he kind of builds a relationship with. That we kind of see. I think there was more of that story cut out. That was like, yeah, let's see these two actually bond a little bit. Where Richard Drive, I get he's. We're asked to do a lot of like the putting the pieces together. It's like, okay, yeah, he's he's bummed that he killed Valentine, so now he feels. But she never actually says that she knew him. She just says that she knew a guy who worked here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That could have been. Yeah. One of the many. And and then like her whole being a stowaway. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, when does this come back around? It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, there, there was a part there where, uh, so Maggie and her son go get to uh, uh, get to visit the uh, boat cockpit, whatever that's called. The uh, bridge. So there's more. There's more captain in it. Apparently, uh, <clears throat> the captain and Gloria were having uh, have a relationship together. Gloria was Fergie. Wait, no. Yeah, Gloria. Yes, because Matt. Okay, Maggie's the mom. Gloria and that that now their hug makes sense. Uh, at the end, before they all die, yeah, yeah. there's just I I needed a little more story in this. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm on the same page. Uh, oh, okay. This is a positive. I know we're negative. Call this what you want, Mike. 
I have not laughed harder at a movie we've done for this podcast than when Dylan threw the tank into the propeller chamber and it got stuck. Because <laughs> it's like this big hero moment for him. And he's like, stand back! And just the way it's filmed, the way it, the way he does the way people are watching him, that he throws it and it just, boop, gets stuck. I laughed so hard at that. Like, I was like holding my side laughing at that. Um, so I guess it's a negative because I don't think I was supposed to. But I put that as a positive because... I think that whole... I think the movie might have been better served had that tank just gone through the hole and they blew the propeller and that fixed the and they got out. They didn't need that extra moment yeah. of him. Yeah. Yeah. Cut that down a little. Like he just throws the propeller, he goes in there, blows up the thing. You still have more excite, exciting stuff. Yeah. When they, when they dive out, the and, boat and the ship's going down. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um. Yeah. They could have cut that out and given us sixty seconds somewhere on 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 a relationship. Yeah. Or something. Uh. Okay. It's, Kevin Dillon's character, completely unnecessary. Totally unnecessary. We just don't need an asshole in this movie. Um, Kevin Dillon is not good at things. He's good at Entourage because he's playing himself. Right. Which is someone who's not good at acting. And his choice to be like, so was he a cowboy? Oh, was that his thing? Seemed like he hey, had a partner. Yeah. I don't know what the hell he was doing. Yeah. He was just a douchebag? Yeah, just, just, they just needed a guy to get killed. Yeah. Uh, which, but yeah, it's just like his, his whole. Let's, I'm going to be the most unlikable person. It's just like, he could just been like a, a normal human being in that situation. Like, you're not asking, you, yeah. you don't have this whole, I'm going first. <laughs> Yeah. And this is where we, we we hit the shortcomings of the script, right? Yeah. You know, the action pieces are good, and and, and the effects are, are good. It's just, you know, maybe the script was brilliant, but he cut out too much. The, the, it's interesting that the direct, like, you know, you hear like, oh, there's a director's cut. The, the studio made him do it. But by all accounts, so he had, uh, he had final cut on this movie. So these were his decisions to to cut this movie down to an hour thirty nine, like the big disaster movie, hundred and sixty million dollar budget. You just think this movie should be like two hours, fifteen minutes long. Yeah, and I'm glad it's not that long, but ooh, you maybe went a little too far with it. So two names that were offered this movie. Uh, would this have been better if this was directed by Michael Bay? Now, he decides around this time, so he he turns this down to go direct The Island. The Island. And we're also about The Scarlet Island. Scarlett Johansson and Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. That movie's not bad. Uh, um, I guarantee it's over two hours. I don't know. I. Yeah, there's a lot of Michael Bay hate, and I don't know if it's... I don't know. I'm going to say probably about the same. Okay, is this movie better if it's directed by Steven Spielberg? Who turns this down? So when I read that, I was like, well, yeah, this is that thing where, like, oh, well, yeah, they offered it to Martin Scorsese, too, but he said no. Spielberg, at this time, turns this down to go do War of the Worlds. Is a remake of the Poseidon Adventure that far of a stretch that you can't imagine Steven Spielberg directing it? I could totally imagine him With a $160 million dollar budget, like... Would it be better? Yeah, I think maybe it would have been better. You know what? Because you know what Spielberg does? He, he puts character into his movies. Yeah. He can do the big, exciting uh, set pieces just as well. And you care about, like, he gives he gives his characters little moments that you get their personalities, you get their relationships. Um, but, man, I don't, like, I think Wolfgang Peterson's a really good director. Yeah, I mean, when, uh, I, maybe, when I was going through it's his as good IMDb, as it could, maybe this movie is as good as it could be. Except except for the reading that it was his, this, and then reading his response to, I wanted to get to the wave crashing as soon as possible, and I wanted to get to each, I wanted to get to each big stunt as soon as I could. He, he wanted this to flow. And so that I actually think on him that he made a, a decision to just speed this up. And I think if it was a different director, maybe a director says, 
No, I actually want to slow this down. Yeah, I mean that could the be. The stunts will be there. That I just be. I, I want to stress this out a little bit. And for whatever, you know, Wolfgang got in there and just said, "Now nah, we're like I so the wave hits at 15 minutes and he's like, "I want to get to the wave." Mm-hmm. And then from there we're just going to go stunt stunt stunt. Yeah, I mean it's it's hard to say like yeah. if another director could come in and make it better. I don't know. I think is this is this a weaker of Peterson's Peterson's films, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's not Das Boot, it's not Air Force One, you know. Yeah. It's not. Is did he do Air Force One? He did do Air Force One. I mean, it's not. It's not Outbreak. It's, Outbreak's awesome. It's not Outbreak. Yeah, it's, you know. And I, I rewatched The Perfect Storm a few years ago, and on a rewatch, I didn't like it that much, but it's a better movie. I enjoyed the I enjoyed The Perfect Storm. Yeah. I've seen the movie twice. Uh-huh. Once before I read the book, and once after I read the book. I did the exact same thing. I thought it was much better after I read the book. I yeah. don't know why. Uh, yeah, I read the book, and then I just I watched it again. I was like, eh, oh, this is as good as the movie as I remembered it in my head. But you know what he does in that movie? And again, just interesting, his decision with Poseidon is that he builds, we know every single one of those guys on that boat. Yeah, yeah. And you know he, he gives all those guys moments and builds those relationships. So I guess it leads in the next uh, one of our standard questions. Does, oh. I'll, I'll do the. Would you like to see a sequel to the Poseidon? Uh, is the sequel them dredging the ship up? Uh, Josh Lucas gets on another boat. <laughs> <laughs> no, no sequel. No, yeah, no, no sequel. sequel. Okay, what about a remake? I think it's. I think I'd like to see a remake of this. Yeah, and this, so I think that this is a watching the original, watching this one. Neither one I would call a masterpiece. I don't think the original is like this untouchable, you can't do it. Like, the premise of the movie of just you're at sea, a boat gets overturned, and you gotta get to the bottom of the boat, I think that's a cool idea. It's and, a I'd great lo- idea. and now in 2022, the way things look on movies and television, I'd like to see someone take another pass at this. I do too. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's time. This is Quentin Tarantino's final movie, his tenth movie. It's a remake of Poseidon, of the Poseidon Adventures. Uh, it's all dialogue. Yeah, creepy dialogue. Samuel L. Jackson shows up. That poker scene is um, fifteen minutes long, <laughs> and he recasts Kevin Dillon in it, and Kevin Dillon just goes on this long diatribe about some nineteen seventy four movie that. And then Michael Madsen shows up and shoots him in the face. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. One of the survivors is evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, what about spinoff? Is there any character that you want to see either a pre-life or a post-boat life movie? Gosh. Is it, is, it Kurt, is it Mayor Kurt Russell? I mean, I want to know more about their backstories, but I don't... I don't think... I don't know. If, if, if you had to choose one, for me, I think it's actually... It's Mystery Man Josh Lucas. Just because you, we know nothing about this guy. They, they, he was, he's so vague about what he did. So I was like, okay, wh- what did you do? Was it something exciting? That's the movie. I was like, okay, you were in the Navy, but you don't like to talk about that you were in the Navy. What did you do in the Navy? Yeah. Yeah. How do you know this stuff? I guess that's <laughs> the character that's probably most exciting or most interesting. Dreyfus. His uh, it, it's a it's a drama. It's a, it's a love drama. Yeah, he he just doesn't seem that. I feel like his character is just kind of like just this stereotype. Yeah, nothing real exciting. Nah, I don't. None of these characters I'm that into really. Fergie, um, and it's a biopic about her character, who and then it ends with like the big break. She gets to go sing on a cruise ship. I mean, I really, really do wish this was actually like. Wouldn't they just just come out and say this is actually a sequel to Backdraft? Yeah, like that. Just he, um, he lives in Backdraft, right? I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) I I have I was so young when I saw Backdraft. I don't actually count that I've seen Backdraft because I know I don't remember anything of it. If he lives in Backdraft, then yeah, he's the same guy. And he goes and becomes the mayor of New York. Yeah, I think he catches the bad guy, and he he he, yeah he's he's the winner. Yeah, he, he lives. This is 2006. Was he a firefighter during 2011? Is that how he wins the election? When mm. we were really pro pro firefighters. Yeah, and then he gets the gets the yeah, he's firefighter like unions. Yeah, for to to back him. 
Yeah, like he was, and you know, Kevin Dillon says, I know, I love this douchebag move in movies where it's like, I've heard about you, you're that guy who saved all these people, why I gotta listen to you, bud? I was like, I'm like, I'd listen to the guy. That's your argument? I've heard of you, you're that guy who saved all those people, you're not in charge here. Maybe he should be. Um, Man, the ocean is vast, Mark. Yeah. Ocean's scary. It just swallows up a giant boat. Like, this shit happens every day. Every. There's boats getting swallowed up by the ocean every day. Yeah. It's crazy. It is, she is a she is a cruel mistress. I mean, the, the, it's so big. The sea, yeah. It's so big. I'm with I'm with James Cameron. You know, I'm not super stoked by Avatar, but you know what me and James Cameron have in, have in common? We're curious about the deep. Yeah. Now, yeah. I mean, he has the means to have a submarine and go down there, but like, you know, you hear those like Snapple facts, like, Ninety nine percent of the ocean's been unexplored. That's wild. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, the Meg that could happen. Yeah, absolutely. We don't know. Yep. What do you think of the title? Dropping the adventure. I it, I think it works. I think the adventure is very dated. Yeah, it it feels dated because. Like this is a it's a disaster movie and I just feel like adventures are fun and um, these people are in peril and that, there's no fun. This is not an adventure for them. Yeah, the the, the Poseidon Adventure it's it's too Disney title. Yeah. It's it sounds too much Disney. Um, I think just dropping to go to Poseidon is great. It'd be like if they like ever did a remake of Swiss Family Robinson. Mm-hmm. Like you just got to call it the Robinsons. Right. You couldn't call it Swiss Family Robinson. Now it wouldn't work. And I guess unless maybe it was on Disney Plus, you could. Yeah. But that kind of thing. Like, it's just too... I think it was good. good yeah. Good move. I, yeah, Poseidon. Poseidon. Clear. Clear. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. You've seen them both. Which would you watch first? Oh, uh, the... You got to rewatch. The Adventure, just for Hackman. Yeah, it's wild. And Bornine's great in it. I think oh, he's great. Yeah. He also has to do some of that melodramatic theater acting. But I just think those guys are just so good at being actors yeah. that, like, even... Even I can acknowledge that what they're doing is, I don't know, a bit on the, like, the ham-fisted side. I still like it. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I felt the 72 version, it was a little slow. It's almost two hours long. You know, you can't compete with, like, the stuff that you're able to do in 2006 with, like, some of the underwater stunts and things they're doing. But... You also didn't need it because you had a better script and better actors, and you told a better story. So I, I like I, I would I would actually rewatch uh, the Poseidon Adventure again. I would totally yeah yeah. Where Poseidon, I didn't hate it, but like I, I'm not itching to do like a rewatch. Yeah, anymore. yeah. I think that I think the, the adventure that's a good that'd be a good just winter eve little 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 glass of whiskey next to you, just sit down, hang out, watch a disaster, watch movie. a disaster yeah. movie, and just you know. Well, you know, watch that, that ocean swallow a boat. Watch Gene Hackman ye- yell at God. Yell at God. A man of God yelling a at man, God. Yeah, a man of God yelling at God. Uh, and finally, Poseidon, did we need it? I'm going to say yeah. I mean, I think it's a good story, and, and they, it was okay. I would like... I'm saying yeah. I'm with you. It, this movie is very. I, I don't think this is a bad movie. I just think it's. I think it's okay. Yeah, it's I think okay. It's an okay movie, which is kind of unfortunate for. I think the story that's based off of is that it could be better. Yeah. Uh, so I'm saying no. We did not need this version of Poseidon. That I don't think it helped any. I don't think it hurt anybody. So I don't think it. I don't think Josh Lucas is hurt that he's in Poseidon. Although apparently this movie. Uh, Lost the studio an estimated $77 million. Um, and maybe that hurt Josh Lucas the most of all. But, like, Kurt Russell's fine. He was fine. Henry Rossum was fine. Yeah. George Reifers is fine. Like, everybody's fine. No one's better off for being in this movie. I don't think anybody's super worse off for being in this movie. Uh, Wolfgang Peterson did not direct another movie after this. So, maybe he was hurt yeah. by it. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's okay. Like, this... I would if I watched this outside of this, I would say I would give it a stream. I would give it a low streamer. 
Like, it's like, eh, it's barely a streamer, but you can watch this on TNT. It's fine. But yeah, we don't need it. If you have thoughts on Poseidon or cruise ships in general, you can email the show at dvdgpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter. Oh, no. I'm off Twitter. Elon. He did it. I said, I, I, I can't do this no more. But you're missing all his polls. Like, you could have said, yeah, you got to retire. Oh, is he doing a lot of polls? He did a poll, and it was like, do you think I should step down as CEO? And I will, depending on this, I will, I if if the poll is a yes, I will step down as CEO. I don't know if that ever happened. Oh. But, like, the majority of people said, yeah, on his little tweet. Yeah. He's doing all his Twitter polls. I don't know. I, I got off. Twitter's, uh, not, Twitter's not a thing. You shouldn't be on or off. Who gives a shit? Yeah, well, for this little spiel where I tell people where to find uh, to interact <laughs> with us, if we're not on Twitter, I say you can find us on Twitter. They would. <laughs> they care. I'm, I'm just trying to be accurate. Uh, you know, Facebook, Instagram, uh, but mainly, mainly use the email. And mainly, you can find us on iTunes, which is not even called iTunes anymore. Uh, I don't even, I'm out of the pod game. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Pods. We're on Amazon. Apple Pod? Is that what, is that what they call it now? Uh, it's called Apple Podcast. Is this pod? The, yeah, they, it's now it's Apple Music and Apple Podcast yeah. now. You, you can find us on and, all your and Amazon Music. It's on Amazon Music. Yeah, you can find us on all your podcasting platforms. Man versus nature. That is the theme, and I thought a lot about this. I I didn't want to go man versus beast because I feel like that's its own category. Although a beast is part of nature, but I didn't want to do like a shark. I didn't want to do like an alligator or a bear or a swarm of bees. I really thought of like. What is something that happens in nature that a man has to go against? The sea, giant tidal wave. Uh, what was a better explanation? There was an earthquake very close to where the boat was, which created a tidal wave, or they were hit by a rogue wave, which is very rare and very deadly. Um, it's tough. I enjoyed I enjoyed the earthquake and the tidal wave because yeah. that's more realistic to me. But I don't think a tidal wave is actually ever out in the open ocean like that. Yeah. Tidal waves go towards land. Right. The rogue wave makes more sense as it can just come out of nowhere and flip a boat. Is a rogue wave a real thing? Yes. Okay. Uh, I know they're very rare. They're very deadly. Very deadly. <laughs> oh, put this in a positive. Like, okay, like some of the CGA not great. The water itself, the boat didn't look great. When Richard Dreyfuss is about to jump off the boat and... The thing about tidal waves is that when I'm watching on a, on a screen, I can't really tell the perspective of how big this thing is because it's just water. It just looks like part of the horizon, you know? Or, like, it's just, like... Like, you can't tell that it's rising, really, unless you put something there for um, uh, uh, scale. The wave blotting out the moon, I thought that was a cool cool effect to, to let me know that this was a really tall wave. So... I tried to think along those lines, and I came up, came with one, which I think is super deadly, and is realistic. It's man versus fog. We're gonna watch the fog. The remake is on HBO Max, which I've not seen. The original you may have to find on uh, Amazon or YouTube, um, or a Voodoo. The fog. The fog. Yeah, fog's nature, man. Oh, fog. Fog is. I think nature's Shit. most. Deadliest, deadliest game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have never seen either versions of The Fog. So this will be... So uh, the John Carpenter yeah. is the is the 1980. Right. And then the one yeah for the show, it'll be, I think it's 2006, starring Selma Blair. Yes. Yeah, and that is on HBO Max. Gotcha. Oh, I would like to mention... Yeah. Um, there is another Poseidon adventure. It's a TV miniseries starring Adam Baldwin. I looked into what that was more of what that was. After yeah, I watched these. That was actually just the year before. Right. It was yep. two thousand five. Yeah, made for TV. Yeah. So it was probably like a like is that like when you do like the it miniseries? So it's like it's like two episodes. I think it was like two or four. Two or four like episodes. That. Yeah. And then they make the movie. Uh, that one I kind of read it. So I don't know if you did the research. Or like, kind of read. It. So you have Alec Baldwin, uh, Rucker Howard. Uh, yeah, I think it was Rucker Howard. Rucker Howard in it. Uh, the boat capsizes because of a terrorist attack. So um, not a wave. Oh, shit. So I hope that makes you want to see it even more. Maybe that actually has Bad Guy Survivor on it. I mean, maybe that we should be comparing that to Speed Two. Yeah. 
did Mythbusters ever come out and be like, a boat can actually do that? Fuck Mythbusters. I read some reviews that were like, boats don't actually, yeah. Like, and I was like, it's a boot. Like, I'm not one of these guys. Like, it's a movie. I'm along for the ride. If in this world the boat can do that, then that's that world. But I, I was, I did very skim, skim reading. I wanted to read more into it, and I, just, I didn't. But could a boat actually flip upside down and then stay afloat like that? Like a big cruise ship like that? I think that I, I think they are actually meant to do a full roll. That's and that's what the the very skimming was like. They don't. They wouldn't. It wouldn't stay upside down. Right. But I think like they meant like that. Was, they kind of alluded to issues in the original movie that the the pump was broken for the ballast. Uh huh. And so in that movie, it's like. Who are we blaming? Are we blaming the earthquake? Are we blaming the company man mm-hmm. who's like all ahead? And the captain's like, we can't go all ahead because our ballast isn't full, right? And it gets squirrely or whatever. So like, and then they 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 then they totally threw that away for the rest of the movie. But then mm-hmm. I wonder like, if your ballast isn't full, yeah. is that like I don't know? But I feel like boats of that cal- size will are meant right. to never flip, and then. I, when they do, they're meant to go all the way back. Yeah, he did give a little more. Like in the first, they do a little more science, and that they're very they're, they were top heavy because of the ballast. Yeah. So the the weight was at the top, and I guess that holds it under. Uh, much like Gene Hackman, I blame God who created both Earthquake and the Company Man. Yes. That's that's yes. where uh, my, my blame goes. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be a scene where I will just go on YouTube six months from now. I'm like, I would rewatch that scene. Gene Hackman. <laughs> we didn't ask you to fight for us. You don't gotta fight against us. Uh, yeah, so if you wanna get uh, a jumpstart on next week's episode, uh, you can watch The Fog. Until then, it's been Don't Be That Guy, Guide to Sequel Remakes. Let's just stay out of the ocean. You stay here, you don't.